Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 306. Today is Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. I want to thank everybody for praying. If you did pray yesterday uh, when I was uh, mentioning that I was under the weather all weekend and kind of going through it. Um, I feel considerably better. I actually didn't sleep well last night. Um, it was just one of those where you fall asleep and then you wake up and then you're just wired. Um, and I didn't have anything. I was very careful to not take anything. And, you know, in those instances, I'll stop and ask the Lord. I'm like, Lord, are you, uh, are you trying to say something? And I didn't hear anything. So I was like, all right, it's just one of those nights. But regardless of that, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. So thank you for praying, everybody. If you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast on Spotify. That'll really help us out. Um, also, this coming Saturday, September, it's going to be 9-23-23. So that's this Saturday, 9-23-23. Uh, we launch Series 2 in podcast form with Kelsey O'Malley living from the spirit or in the spirit it's been so long i can't remember one of the two illumination will will remind me here in a sec um but uh super great living from the spirit this one is a really good one um if you just want to hang out with the holy spirit it's really good but also it's great for educational purposes for those of you who are younger in the lord or maybe you need a refresher how god speaks um how to receive prophetic words, how to give prophetic words. All that stuff is covered in these four episodes uh, with Kelsey. Uh, super great, you guys. I remember really liking that one. I remember after one of them, I was pretty drunk in the spirit, which isn't something that happens a ton for me. I know some people you're like, I say, you know, I, I, you know, I acknowledge the Lord and I'm immediately drunk. In the I think Monday Martin is very much like that. Uh, I don't that's just not one of the ways that I uh, experienced God as much. And so for me, after one of the episodes, I was pretty drunk in the spirit. I was like, Oh wow. This, that's what this feels like. Um, so pretty cool. Again, that's going to be on Saturday. That's nine 23, 23, all four episodes of Kelsey O'Malley's living from the spirit is going to be available for you in podcast form on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. Don't want to miss it. Super good. Even if you've already heard it or listened to it, watched it, whatever, uh, it's worth revisiting. So, um, guys, uh, today's episode, last time we had this guest on, it was in January. Or not January. I'm on this January kick, guys. I'm always converting all these months into January. I don't know why. I think I'm just like, maybe the Lord's birthing a prophetic word for me for this new year. and He's just getting me ready. Uh, but it was called Get Ready for the Second Half. It was at the end of July, and it really resonated with me. I know it resonated. Yeah, it's it's the Jewish New Year, too. So there is that. Rosh Hashanah just happened. I think maybe that's maybe I'm picking, picking up on that. Um, but yeah, it was called Get Ready for the Second Half. It was at the end of July, uh, and it really ministered to me. I felt really stirred about, uh, you know, a lot of people have been going through some rough stuff, and that the second half is going to be better than the first half. Amen. Um, and so, uh, I'm really excited. I, I glanced through the notes briefly on this and this really feels like it's a continuation. I don't know about you guys, but since July, I've, I've seen a lot of provision from the Lord, not just monetarily, but, but spiritually, I just feel like there's greater engagement. Um, you know, as I've stepped out in faith in a couple of different areas, I've talked about creativity, um, and really experiencing God in deeper ways that really happened. I think as a, you know, I knew that followed 
Andrew's really Andrew releasing that word for me. Um, and so I, I've been experiencing a lot of really great stuff. Um, and so I can really bear witness to the accuracy of that word for the body of Christ. But we're going to jump into it even further today. My guest, he's a preacher. He's a prophet. He is also the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's give it up for my guest today, Andrew Tao. Andrew Tao, welcome back, man. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you guys. I always love being with you all and all that y'all are doing for the kingdom of God is just amazing. Yeah, I always love, I'm always so revved up. I mean, you get revved up, right? That's like a trademark of Andrew Tao is getting revved up. But I always get revved up as a result of you getting revved up. Uh, it's contagious. And so I always love having you on the show. I think you always bring the heat. Um, and, and I just really, you always bring a now word for whatever the Lord's saying. So uh, I'm going to turn you loose to, to really dive into this because I know you got a lot to say. Well, this, this word that I'm going to release today, uh, I, I truly believe this is a word for the body of Christ right now. It's a word for uh, of course, we live in the nation of America, but it's a word for the whole body. It's a, for a generation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one day it was birthed by uh, I was in corporate prayer. We were in intercessory prayer. We were praying and I saw this vision and I saw a vision of a wall and it was a, a huge wall. And on the wall was written impossible. And then as I looked, the bricks, it was made of bricks. The bricks began to disintegrate or like crumble they didn't fall like you know you would describe most walls falling they just beca became dust and i heard the holy spirit speak to me and he said andrew as a prophetic act i want you to take off your shoes and begin to shake the dust off because i'm bringing you into a new season and he said the dust of impossibility cannot cling to your feet because where you're walking will not uh, uh, it will not pollute where you're walking in your future. And I want to release that over you right now. Those of you that are watching, those that will watch the replay, those that are listening to the podcast, I want to tell you that your impossibility, that thing that has looked so impossible, those barriers, those walls, those things that have kept you out, they are now crumbling at your feet. And God is saying you are walking into a new season. I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, begin to prepare because where he is bringing you into is a place where you've never been before. You haven't been this way before. Uh, this is a new thing that he is doing in you. It's a thing that many of you have been praying and seeking the face of God for. You've been asking the Lord, God, I need a change. I need something new. I need for you to move. And he says, I have heard your cry. Get ready because the wall of impossibility is falling. That barrier is breaking. Even the glass ceiling that's been over your head, I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, it is coming down, it is shattering, and you are soaring to new heights. You are going to a greater level. Come on, somebody needs to shout right yeah. there. You are going to another level. And I also heard the Spirit of the Lord in this same prayer meeting. I was, We were really praying. We were on a seven-day fast at the church, so we were meeting together and beginning to pray. And, and as we met together and began to pray, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. And he said, Andrew, tell the people of God to prepare. I am releasing supernatural resources of provision, 
and deliverance. Mm. Not just provision, because when you say a statement like that, like many of you right now, my mind just immediately goes to finances. But as we were talking uh, before we went on air, uh, it's inclusive of finances, but it's uh, more than that. Even more than that is what God is doing. He said, I'm going to do some things that are supernatural. I, I believe that bodies are going to be healed. Even right today, as you're watching this broadcast, we don't have to wait till next week, next month, next year. God can do a thing right now. He can heal your body right now. He can open the door right now. We don't have to wait. But he said, Andrew, I'm going to release supernatural resources. They're going to be provision and deliverance. Now, I'm going to read some of this word to you because I want to make sure and, and, and speak it correctly because I never like to... Um, misquote God or, uh, you know, elaborate on something that he's spoken to me because, uh, you know, sometimes preachers will really stretch things when they're, they're telling a story because uh, it's easy to do. But he showed me a vision, another vision. He showed me a vision of some very um, influential uh, people in positions and things that, that were planning uh, uh, some things to be released upon this generation. But when he was showing me these things, I saw it like in a file and it said uh, top secret on the file. And I knew what it was. I don't know exactly what it was, but I knew it was uh, these things that they were planning uh, against this generation. And as I saw this, I began to be greatly grieved. I, I almost a sadness, depression, and fear, all of those things wrapped up into one uh, came upon me. And as I was looking at these things, a voice began to break through, and it was the voice of God. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. There is a division between the world and the church. And in this hour, Jeff, I believe that we are going to see God's hand raise up, uh, raise up the church, not only in the church uh, to reach for revival and awakening. All those things are so important. But I believe we're going to see the hand of God raise up entrepreneurs. I believe we're going to see the hand of God take uh, possession of authority in different spheres of influence. I believe that we're going to see people begin to be very influential where maybe in uh, in other times we haven't seen the church uh, be influential but we're going to see people why because we have the answer and his name is Jesus why because we walk in a different authority and a different power and we have a, a different uh, uh, influence through Jesus but he said the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church and then I heard him say urge my people to pray for if they pray, they will see how I will expose. Now, I, I just want to pause right there because we're going to see, Jeff, I, I'm prophesying right here on your program. <laughs> we're going to see exposure, but we're going to see it in the church. Now, hang on to your chair right here because we're going to see it in the church because, you know, judgment comes first to the church. And just like, uh, Rosh Hashanah, he sends the people of God, They our, our year changes before the rest of the world. He sends us out ahead. So it begins in the church. So we're going to see exposure. People that once were in one position, but because they would not 
humble themselves because they would not allow the Holy Spirit to deal with them. The Holy Spirit is going to bring exposure. And, and that's why we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can't look at people because people are human and they will fail. But we've got to keep our eyes upon Jesus. But he said, I will expose. So it's going to begin in the church and then it's coming to the world. He said, I'm going to expose the plots of the wicked. There's some things that are going to be exposed. And if God's people will begin to pray like never before, we are going to see not only exposure, but we're going to see those plans, plots, schemes, things that the enemy is trying to do. They will be exposed. They will be stopped. And God is saying to today, my children's cry will release supernatural resources. Now you say, are you prophesying judgment? No, I'm prophesying that God is coming through on the scene. I am prophesying to you today that you don't have to fear. You don't have to worry. You don't have to live in in just this state of panic because God's people will begin to cry out to him. And Jeremiah 33.3, one of my favorite scriptures says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things this is the hour that we're going to see the people of God begin to cry out this is the hour that we are going to see our adversary stopped in his tracks because the enemy knows I'm telling you Jeff right now the enemy is riled up because he knows that his days are numbered but I'm telling you God says that I am bringing my children I feel the fire of God right now he says I am bringing my children out of a place of a wilderness i am bringing them out of the place of 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 dryness some of you right now that you're you're listening to this broadcast and maybe you've been going through a season where everything in your walk with God, everything in your life seemed dry. You were so thirsty. You were looking at, you know, when we get thirsty, uh, we look to other things sometimes to satisfy us. That's one of the greatest weapons of the enemy in this generation is distraction. Because we can pick up a little thing right here. Oh, yeah. An iPhone or a smartphone or a computer or whatever. It can distract you for hours days, months. I'm telling you, people are losing track and we've got to get back to the knowledge of what time it is in the spirit. And God is saying, this is the time that the church rises up. This is the time that we begin to walk in authority. This is the time that the enemy is exposed. God's word says he will lift up one and take down another. And we're going to see exposure and we're going to see others that are brought down so they will be humbled and others that are raised up that 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 maybe we don't even know their name. We don't. But they've been with God. That's what makes the difference. And he says. The enemy has come to weary the people of God. For some of you right now, you're saying, I've been weary. I know what it's like to be weary. Come on, Jeff. I know you can say, I, I know what it's like to be weary. <laughs> I know what it's like to be thirsty. I know what it's uh, like to be in ministry and be thirsty uh-huh. and think, oh, my God, I'm so thirsty. I, I'm so dry. I, I feel like I've been in a season of barrenness. I've been in a season of brokenness. I, I've been going through some things I never thought I would go through. Come on, I'm talking to somebody right now. You've gone through some things you never thought you would have to go through. I've faced situations I've never thought I'd have to face. But don't be discouraged. Don't be disheartened. Don't lose your faith because I want you to know God has already made a 
way of escape for you. He yeah. is hearing your cry. And I prophesy to you today, get ready. God is coming in to deliver you. He is coming in to make a way where there seems to be no way. For those of you that are weary and tired, I hear the Lord saying, hold on, hold on. Now, some of you may be saying, Andrew, how do I hold on? I'm so tired. I'm so weary. I've been holding on so long. I have no more strength to hold on. I tell you again, hold on. Having done all the stand, stand therefore. When you feel like your knees are about to buckle, the Holy Spirit says, stand therefore. You just keep on standing. God is going to release supernatural strength to you to remain standing in, even in the face of adversity. I can hear the Lord saying, oh, I feel this right now. I hear the Lord saying, I hear him saying, Andrew, tell them to keep standing because they're going to see the salvation of the Lord. They're going to see my hand move on their behalf. I prophesy to you that wall of impossibility is coming down. It is going to crumble at your feet and you are going to be standing when the wall is fallen when the wall is is crumbled at your feet you're going to keep on standing and the lord says i'm going to strengthen you to begin to stand Mm. now jeff when the lord began to speak this to me i always go to the word when the lord gives me a word gives me a dream gives me a vision i always take it to the word because we can judge our prophetic uh experiences by the word of god you'll never contradict his word uh we have a prophetic team here in our house at our church and i always teach them i said you know uh make sure your words line up to the word of god because the enemy can give us experiences too and make us think that they were hearing from god and so i say you know you make sure uh we had one lady i had a lady and i use this example a lot that said the lord spoke to me and showed me who my husband is i said really she said yes it's so and so and i said well the only problem is he's married to someone else. So that's not the <laughs> because the word, a prophetic yeah. word, will never contradict the word of God. Right. And so, or um, break one marriage covenant before the Lord, come on. you know, to, to benefit your own fleshly desires. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see 101. Come yeah. on, back into the word of God. But uh, so I was turning in the word of God and I, I was. I've kind of, I think I released this word maybe three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. but I've been just marinating in this word. I've just been uh, just sitting and soaking in this word because so many of us need a breakthrough right now. I believe many of you, you need a breakthrough. If that's you and you need a breakthrough, you can just type in the comment section, it's me. Come on, I believe God is releasing breakthroughs today. I believe God is releasing breakthroughs today. I'm going to say it one more time. I believe God is releasing a breakthrough for you today. He has heard your prayer. But I turn to 2 Kings chapter 3. I don't have time. We don't have time to minister this whole chapter, but you can go read it for yourself. It's in 2 Kings chapter 3. But he he highlighted a few things out of this this passage. It it includes uh, uh, the the king of Israel. Uh, The king is... Uh, under attack, you know, uh, one of uh, the Moabite king has rebelled. They were in, in covenant together. He rebelled, decides he's not going to, to uh, you know, pay him this, this money that they were, had agreed. And so he rebelled. So he comes to Jehoshaphat. 
the good king of Judah. And he says, will you go to battle with me? Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. See, it's really important who you go to battle with. There's some people that I'm in covenant with that, man, I'm going to battle with you. Nobody's going to talk about you. Nobody's going to. No, and let me tell you, God honors loyalty. God honors people that will stand in the gap with their brothers and their sisters. Uh, you know, I, I don't need any more friends that love me when everything's going right. But then when something goes wrong, where are you? No, God says, I'm sending some people to surround you that are, will be in the thick of the battle with you and that will fight with you and you're going to see victory. And so Jehoshaphat, he goes to Jehoshaphat, will you go to battle with me? And Jehoshaphat says, absolutely. And basically, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, what's the plan? Where do we go? How are we going to do this thing? And and so the king of Israel says, we're going, we're going to go this way. And we're going to go through the way of the desert. And he says, okay, let's go. And so uh, I believe it's uh, seven days into the, to the battle or into this desert, they run out of water. (laughs) You need water in a desert. Big time. You, you've got to have water in a desert. And so they get to this and, and there's no water and they're in a dire situation. I mean, it's, it's a deadly situation, especially in those days to be in a desert with no water and no means to get water. And so Jehoshaphat, I love Jehoshaphat, but uh, he, he says, do you have a prophet? Bring a prophet forth. See, that's why we can't do away with the prophets. Yeah, I, yeah. I know that, that the, the people sometimes don't understand uh, ministries like the Elijah Fire or the Elijah List or my ministry or, or different prophetic voices. And they're saying just, you know, just evangelize, just pastor. Uh, they don't understand people that move in the prophetic. But this is a, an office of, uh, uh, of one of the fivefold ministries. It's important that we work together as the body of Christ so that we have that prophetic voice that will give us an instruction on how to build. Pastors, if you hear this and you're one of those that say, I don't know about all this prophetic stuff and you know, I don't know, you need a prophetic voice to work together with you so that you can have the strength to build. Jehoshaphat knew that the prophetic voice was needed. And he said, do you have a prophet? And I just want to read to you a couple of verses if I can. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, really quick, Andrew, I just want to in- insert in here just to piggyback off of your why we need prophets. First Corinthians chapter 14 actually addresses this. It, Paul instills like, hey, th- this is the value of someone who prophesies. And it's specifically in uh, this is the same passage where it says, follow way of love, desire every gift, especially the gift of prophecy. But in verse three, it says, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening encouraging and comfort right Come on. so boom there that's you go so powerful that's so powerful and so true you know yeah. um but I, I love that because it definitely strengthens but when it strengthens and comforts and edifies and all those things that you just described it uh, that's a form of building and so many people in life and especially in the kingdom of god we have so many voices 
that are tearing down what God is decreeing, what yeah, God is yeah. declaring, what God is doing. We need those voices to release words that begin to build back, mm -hmm. that begin to build strong, that begin to build. And I believe that today as you're listening to this broadcast and you watch this broadcast and you watch Elijah streams, Elijah fire and all of these wonderful uh, ministries that are available to you. I believe that you are being built. You are being built up, but you are also being built in the spirit so yeah. that the, the weapons of the enemy, they cannot prosper against you. God's word will come to pass. Not one word. I love the scripture. Not one word will return to God void, but it will accomplish where unto it has been sent. That's why he is sending his word to you today, because he is saying, I know you're thirsty. I know the enemy has tried to tear you down i know the enemy has you surrounded at every side maybe you have that doctor's report maybe you've been dealing with depression maybe you've been dealing with a child going astray maybe you've been dealing with a marriage that is falling apart well i'm telling you get ready for a supernatural provision from god get ready for resources get ready for god's deliverance to come in on the scene on your behalf on your behalf today but verse 14 in 2 Kings chapter 3 says this, and Elisha says, Elisha said, come on, they call for the prophet Elisha. I love Elisha. <laughs> and Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee nor see thee. I love the boldness of Elisha because he was telling uh, the king of Israel, he was saying, I know your evil way. I wouldn't even look in your direction had it not been for you to, to have brought Jehoshaphat. But because of Jehoshaphat, I will, I will seek the Lord. And he said, verse 15, but now bring me a minstrel. See, I, I love uh, our church is, is big on worship because really the prophetic and worship uh, go hand in hand together. Uh, I, I say you're not musicians, you're minstrels of the Most High God. When you're playing those instruments, that's not just a preview to get us to the sermon. They are prophesying on those instruments. They are setting an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to begin to release a word. And he said, bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, thus saith the Lord. Now, this is King James Version. But thus saith the Lord. He says, make this valley full of ditches. When I'm reading this and the Lord's speaking this to me, he's saying to me, and I, I write it in my Bible here. He said, tell the people to prepare. I know you're in a desert place. You're thirsty. There's no water. There's no chance of water. But he said, I want you to dig some ditches. I want you to begin to prepare for me to do something supernatural that does not make sense. Uh, I'm telling you right now, those of you listening, he says, begin to dig a ditch. Wow. Now, I know that Elijah streams, Elijah fire, uh, they're digging wells. Your, your seeds are going to support mm -hmm. uh, bringing water to different areas that don't, does not have clean water. And such a vital, important ministry. 
And see, some of you today, maybe the Lord's leading you to sow a seed. And, and maybe, uh, I don't know if you're going to give a spot for them to do that, but we'll definitely let you know how. Go to the website. But you, mm-hmm. he's saying, I want you to prepare. I want you to dig a ditch of preparation to expect God. You say, well, Andrew, how can I do that? You know, inflation's going up, all of these things. I barely have enough. We live of a different kingdom. We don't live according to man's economy. That's right. We live according to God's economy. And when you sow a seed, and I'm not talking about into uh, uh, investments. I'm talking about investing into the kingdom of God. You are sowing seeds that produce harvest. Are you with me? Mm. And he says, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, neither shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts now get this he tells him the spirit of the lord speaks through the prophet and he says dig ditches in preparation and he says hear the word of the lord you shall not see wind so it's not going to be the wind that blows water from somewhere he says you're not going to see rain He said, it's not going to come by the way you think it's going to come. And this is a prophetic word to somebody right now. He says, it's not going to come through wind. It's not going to come through rain. It's not going to come through the government. It's not going to come through your job. It's not going to come in some way that you think it's going to come. He said, but this provision is going to be supernatural. I'm prophesying that to you right now. He said, this, what I am doing in your life today, today is supernatural. He said, it may not make sense to those around you. It may not even make sense to you. But he said, what I am doing in this hour is going to be supernatural. And your mind is going to be blown by what I do. I'm not asking you to figure me out. I'm not asking you to find out what step it's going to be. All I'm asking you to do is believe the word of the Lord and then begin to go dig the ditch and say, God, I'm preparing for what you are releasing. I am preparing for what has been held back. I am preparing because I believe the word of the prophet. I believe what you have spoken and you will bring it to pass. So Mm. I'm going to dig the ditch of preparation. I am digging the ditch. Come on, some of you need to begin to dig the ditch right now. You need to become a a ditch digger. You need to begin to say, I am digging that ditch of preparation because God I believe you are who you say you are and you will do what you said you would do and he said it's not going to come through wind you shall not see rain yet this valley shall be filled with water that you may drink he said you are going to drink your fill you are going to be revived hear me church in America and around the world, you're going to be revived. God is doing a new thing and he is pouring out his spirit. We don't need to hide under our blankets. We don't need to say, oh, this is so scary. No, we've got authority through Christ Jesus and in the name of Jesus. He said, you keep digging your ditch of expectation and wait because I will meet you there. Churches, get ready for a fresh move of God. Get ready for a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit. 
Get ready to see healings of bodies. Get ready to see financial provision. Get ready to see the enemy put on the run. He came in one way, but he's going to have to flee seven ways. Get ready for God to to make the enemy repay everything that he's stolen from you. Mm. There is restoration coming to you. Mm. There is recovery coming from you. There is resuscitation. Even uh, uh, right before we went live, I was praying and studying before I got on with you earlier. And I heard the Lord say, get ready for retribution. Get ready for refreshing. Get ready for refreshing and retribution. In fact, fact, you know, get ready for some R&R, not rest and relaxation, but get ready for for revival. Get ready for retribution. Get ready for resuscitation. Every dead promise that looks dead, God is saying, I'm going to resuscitate it. It's coming back to life in Jesus' name. He said that you may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. Now, that was amazing for me because not only are you going to be uh, filled with, with water and you're going to drink and you're going to be revived, but God said, I care so much about everything attached to you. Come on. For those of you believing for lost family members, for those that are believing for God to touch your children or a parent or a spouse, God is saying, I care so much about you that everything attached to you is going to drink. They're going to be revived. They're going to be refreshed. They're going to be changed. And he said, both you, your cattle and your beast. Verse 18, I love this. And this is but a light thing. In the sight of the Lord. Now, I know, Jeff, (laughs) when we're believing God for something, it is like, you know, I have to really challenge myself because sometimes, even the other day, and this is, I'm just going to be transparent here. Even the other day, I was uh, walking, praying. Uh, A lot of times I'm here at the church, I'll go in the sanctuary and pray. And I was walking in the church, we were believing God for something in particular in the ministry. And I'm, I was praying and I found myself like laboring in prayer. Uh, You you know, it's almost like we think we can uh, trick God or earn something from God. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and he said, Andrew, don't you think I want to do it? Huh? (laughs) Why? You don't have to talk me into it. Yeah, we certainly talk like we have to convince him sometimes, don't we? Yes. Yeah. I said, He said, you don't have to talk me into it. He said, I said, ask me and I will give it to you. Seek me and you will find me. Knock and the door will be uh, Mm -hmm. open to you. He said, you're asking, but I don't want you laboring to where you think. I don't want to revive anybody. I don't want to save your your lost family member. I don't want to supernaturally provide for your ministry. I, I, I don't want to do this or do. I don't want to open that door. Come on, that's the enemy that tries to convince the people of God that somehow we can earn it or or we can, you know, manipulate God into doing that. That crosses over into witchcraft if you're not careful. Uh, Don't use manipulation. He says, begin to use his word and begin to declare what God has spoken to you. This is going to help somebody right now. When you're praying and you're digging that ditch, don't do it because you're poor and pitiful, but begin to do it because he has promised you and saying, God, you are faithful to your word. Not one word will fall to the ground. Not Mm. one word will return turn void you will do it because you have promised me you would do it he said this is but a light thing 
in the sight of the Lord. It, it's not too hard for God. I don't care what you're believing him for. I'm telling Any you, provision. Yeah. shaken in a day. Nations can be changed in a day. It's a light thing to the Lord. We serve a God that is so mighty yeah, and good. so powerful. He is able. One of my favorite scriptures, Jeff, is Ephesians 3.20. It says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we're able to ask or even think. I don't know about you, but I can think big. I can dream big. <laughs> he said, I'm able to do above that, exceedingly above that. And I, I love one day the Lord spoke that to me. And he said, Andrew, there are people that are willing to, to give you a million dollars, but they're not able. Hmm. Their bank account says $5. Yeah. <laughs> they're willing to sow, uh, willing to do this, but their bank account says, he says, they may be willing, but they're not able. He said, Andrew, I am willing and I'm able. Not just to provide financial. I just use that as an example. But, but he said, I'm willing and able to heal your bodies. He did me. He'll do the same for you. He's no respecter of persons. Right. He is willing and able to save your marriage. He is willing and able to set the captive free and bring revival to America and to the nations of this world. He is able. And he said, this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. And you shall smite. Uh, skip on down. It talks about you'll smite every city. But for time's sake, I want you to look at this in verse 21. Because this verse is so important here. That we're in 2 Kings 3, verse 21. This verse, Jeff, hit me like a, a prophetic headline of today. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just leaped off the page to me when I saw this. And it says, and when all the Moabites heard that the king were come up to fight against them, they gathered all that were able. Now, right there in my Bible, I underlined all. He said, they gathered all that were able to put on an armor and upward and stood in the border. And when I was reading this, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. He said, look at that. The Moabites, who's the Moabites? It was the enemy of Israel and enemy of Judah. They gathered together all that were able. See, some of you listening to this right now, the enemy has gathered all of his troops, all of his attacks, one thing after another, after another, after another, to come out against you. And when you look at your circumstances, you're looking at something that seems so great. It seems like a wall that's unmovable. It seems like you're surrounded on every side. Come on, am I talking to anybody right now? Those situations, it looks like everywhere you turn, it looks like you're going through this and you're going through that and you're going through this. That's the plot of of the enemy is to overwhelm you to make you forfeit but God says to you today look at verse 21 because he says all that were able to put on armor and upward stood at the border they were threatening the enemy has been threatening many of you is what I hear the spirit of the Lord say but he says don't listen to their threat remember he promised you you were going to smite the Moabite you are going to smite the enemy remember he promised you the same God that brought you supernatural uh 
resources, the same God that brought you water when you were so thirsty is the same God that's going to deliver you when all of hell is surrounding you, when all the enemy's forces are surrounding you, when all those attacks are coming against you. And he said, and they rose up early in the morning. I love this. Verse 22. And the sun shone upon the water. Now notice what happens. And the sun shone upon the water. And the Moabites, the enemy, saw the water on the other side. The other side, the enemy, is about to see your supernatural provision of what God does for you. When you're in that desert place and then God gives you water, it's not only going to be a means of reviving you, but it's going to be a weapon against your enemy. I'm telling you, God is going to use that supernatural provision to bring deliverance from every attack the enemy would bring towards you. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. Also, Donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. They saw on the other side, they saw the water red as blood. And they said, this is blood. The kings are surely slain and they have smitten one another. Now, this is an optical illusion is how my Bible is the headline of my Bible or how it paraphrases it. This is a miracle that God does. He brings this water and uh, because they dug the ditches. Now, I was thinking to myself and I told my church uh, this very thing. Jeff, what would happen if they had not dug the ditches of preparation? If they said we're too hot, we're too tired. We're, this is going to make us even more thirsty when God has given you a prophetic word mm-hmm. and an instruction and you say, well, that doesn't make sense. See, too many of us try to figure God out. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are greater than our ways. Don't try to figure him out. Just be obedient to his mm-hmm. voice. Mm-hmm. Just be obedient. When he says move, move. When he asks you to do something, do it. Because in that act of obedience there is provision in that act of obedience there is deliverance uh, it reminds me of the story in the word of god where judah sends the praisers out first singing for the lord is good and his mercy endures forever and the enemies turned uh, against one another it does not make sense and i want to tell you today that some of you i feel this so strongly right now that some of you god is going to give you an illogical instruction mm, but it's a that. prophetic instruction yeah i love that I'm, saying, I'm not looking for it to make sense i'm looking for your obedience I'm looking for your obedience in this hour. But when they saw this water on the other side, they saw it as blood and thought it was uh, surely that they had all killed themselves. They had all uh, warred against one another and they were already defeated. And they said, this is blood. Now, therefore, let us go and get the spoil. But here comes a divine reversal. If you're on one of those platforms, you can type out the words. Just begin to type out divine reversal. If you're believing God for a miracle like that, you're believing for God to to give a divine reversal in your life, just begin to type that out. Begin to declare it with your mouth because there's power of life and death in your tongue. Begin to speak it forth. And the enemy says, I'm going to go get the spoil. 
But what they did not know is when God is for you and when you're obedient to his prophetic instructions that God will take what Satan has meant for evil and he will turn it for your good. And when they go up to steal from Israel, to steal from Judah, God turned it against them. And this is where their provision became a, a weapon against their enemy. And when they came to the camp of Israel, verse 24, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites. Now, Jeff, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying that the church is rising up in this hour. The church is rising up. See, when the church rises up, no enemy can destroy us. The only thing that the enemy can do, and I was teaching about this this week at our church, is the enemy loves to cause strife and division. So he can't fight us, but what he can do is he begins to uh, move uh, those in the church to fight against one another. That's when we begin to reject people's giftings and we begin to reject people's anointings. Well, I'm not sure about that and I'm not sure about that's a little different to me. Listen, I've learned over the years that I want everything the Holy Spirit has and it may not look what like what I'm used to. It may not sound like what I was used to. But you know what? God has a new sound. Sometimes we've just got to make ourselves open mm-hmm. to say, Lord, is this you? No, I'm not talking about getting into something nutty or crazy uh, <laughs> or something not of God. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about using our discernment. I believe God is sharpening the people of God's discernment in this hour. That's something I've been praying for every day is God, uh, give me more discernment so that I can discern when it's you, when it's not you, when it's my flesh, when it's my emotions. You know, so, so many times we're moved by emotions and we think it's God because we, we have so many emotions and we're wanting it so bad, Mm -hmm. but I don't want something that God doesn't have for me. I want something he has for me. So I'm like, Lord, give me discernment in this hour. And, and uh, we see in this story here that the other side sees God's provision as blood. And they go up because they're, they think they're about to get rich. They think they're about to get the spoils. But the church rose up or the people of God rose up and they begin to uh, smite their enemy. And see, that's what's going to happen. We're seeing it already in the body of Christ where God is moving. I I was reading an article right before I I came on and it was uh, talking about how there's some uh, revivals breaking out at college campuses and spontaneous baptisms are are breaking out. We're going to see more and more of that. We're going to see more and more of the kingdom of God advancing and the uh, kingdom of the enemy decreasing. I know it looks the opposite way if you listen to certain voices. It looks the opposite way. But if you begin to see through the lens of the Holy Spirit, God is doing a fresh thing. God is doing Mm -hmm. a new thing. And we don't have to be uh, deceived. We don't have to hang our heads in despair. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, if you will rise up, you're going to take the wealth of the enemy. You're going to take everything that the enemy tried to use against you. And it's now going to be your testimony. It's now going to be your victory it's now going to be your provision and that's what i've been hearing the spirit of the lord saying get ready because he is taking that which has been tired that which has been weary that which has been thirsty and he is going to use them many of you many of you listening get ready rise up this isn't the hour for us to lay low 
It's not the hour for us to be undercover. It's the hour for us to speak up. And some of you may be saying, well, I hear this, but they'll censor me if I speak up or, or, or I'll get knocked off. My, my, my viewership, you know, I, I, I speak to a lot of ministers. A lot of my viewership will go down if I speak up. No, God is saying, raise your voice. Raise your voice, church of the living God. Lift up, rise up and say, no, we will not conform to culture. We will be transformed by the word of God. My son, I was talking to you earlier. He's into Transformers. And, and so oh, yeah. I was talking to him and I'm saying, you know what? The Bible talks about Transformers. Really? And I said, yes, he does. I said, the Bible talks about Transformers. We are Transformers. Our yeah. mind is renewed. It's transformed by the word of God. So we are Transformers in the spirit. We are becoming something new. We may have looked one way, but God is transforming us. And I believe we're in an hour where the church is being transformed from hiding in the closet to coming out in power, in yeah. demonstration, and seeing the hand of God move. Mm, I love that, Andrew. And I think, too, especially with you saying that, some people are going to be led to, I think a lot of people are going to be led to do things that, that seem maybe counterintuitive, left of center, things that just don't make sense. Like if you were like, you know, say you were a, a home build or you, you're a contractor and you build homes, right? And all of a sudden God's like, I want you to start a bakery. And you're like, I don't. I don't know. And that's what you're talking about with discernment of just knowing when it's the Lord. Um, and and having the boldness to to juke like that, right? To to just like boom and just head a different direction um, at the prompting of the Lord. Uh, that's something that I just really feel the Lord on, Andrew. Uh, that specific thing because something I've been talking about a lot, mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just very stirred in my spirit of um just it's going to require boldness and also to the whole idea of ditches and i'm glad you addressed this with like what would have happened if israel was like no we're too tired no it's too hot we're already thirsty digging ditches is going to make more uh you know, it's going to make us more thirsty that's an acknowledgement that digging the ditches required work and effort right so there are going to be things that you're going to do that really are going to be a faith walk of going if I do the thing that I've been sitting on, or maybe you just heard during the show, if I do that, it means I have to go all in on that. It means that I have to go completely in faith, knowing that the Lord is going to catch me when I jump in this direction. And I get it. That's a bold thing. That's intense. But I think that's what that's what the church is being called to do is be bold and intense for him absolutely well you know the whole world right now is saying for us to be quiet yeah you know, get in line just do what what we tell you to do but the problem is it's contrary to the word of god right and so like many in the in the word of god uh you know i i love studying about daniel and 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 uh, the Hebrew boys and all of these ones, Esther and all these ones that refuse to just go along with what they're told. Just, just do this. Just compromise. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Just do it. And I believe we're in that hour. And, and see, the world would say, 
don't dig a ditch. It's over. You're thirsty. You lost. Give up. But I hear the Lord saying, no, those that have been preparing to see me move, get ready because you're going to see me move. Mm. And it's going to catch the world by surprise. You know, I believe God, we're, you know, things that the Lord's been speaking to me about is even business entrepreneurship. Uh, I believe God is going to give creativity mm -hmm. to those in the body of Christ to have downloads that the world does not have. See, we have a source that the world does not have. Yes, they have creativity and they have money and they have resources, those things. We understand that. But I believe that we're going to see those that are committed to the to work of God and committed to God, that he's going to give them one download in the night that's going to give them a strategy to begin to, to, to do things that people couldn't do in 20, 50 years. But they're going to do it. They're going to have the revelation of it in one night. Yeah, I believe we're in such an accelerated time that we're going to see God do things that it does not make sense in the natural. It does not make sense that there's going to be an oasis in the middle of a desert and they couldn't even get a drink of water. Mm -hmm. But God did it. It didn't make sense. And I'm telling you right now, I just prophesy that over those of you listening. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. God is going to give you a miracle and a breakthrough that does not make sense. He's going to give you a strategy and a download. It does not make sense, but it's God. It may not make sense, but it's God. And when it's God, he'll make it make sense in the end. He'll do something that supersedes everything you've ever dreamed. And he is making up for lost time. I hear the Lord just saying right now that he is bringing you into an accelerated pace. He is bringing you into a season of speeding up and acceleration to where you felt like you were so far behind. Oh, no. God is saying, I will do for you in one year's time, in one week's time, in one day's time, what you could not have done in a lifetime span. That's the days that we're living in, an accelerated pace, an accelerated season, an accelerated season. He can bring you from the, the prison to the palace. In an accelerated season, he can bring you into uh, the greatest victory that you've ever experienced in your life. So just claim that right now, that God is moving me into an accelerated season in Jesus' name. Yeah. Well, you know, when you said, hey, put it's me in the live chat, if you're someone who's needing breakthrough, a lot of people said it's me. So I would love for you to pray for just the people listening to this. Uh, that'd be amazing. I would love that. I love that. I love to come into agreement with, with all of you right now because I know I myself, I'm believing God for something. So I need a breakthrough. I need an oasis in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> One could put a thousand of flight, two could put ten thousand of flight. When we come into agreement together, we can ask and it will be given to us. So right now, Lord, mm. right now, Jeff and I and all of those at the Elijah Fire and Elijah Streams and Elijah Liz, we come into agreement. And all those listening, God, you see the areas where they need 
an oasis in the desert. You see the areas where they're thirsty. You see the areas where they're surrounded by the enemy. And I thank you. You're the God of the turnaround. You are the God that breaks through when it seems so impossible. When that wall, when that barrier is blocking, when that thing looks like it's never coming down. But God, I thank you that today as you release a prophetic instruction on this broadcast, Mm -hmm. as you begin to proclaim to the people of God as they dig the ditch of preparation, that you're going to meet their faith. You're going to meet their yes. You're going to meet them as they begin to say, God, that's me. I'm surrounded. I need this, this provision. I need for you to supernaturally provide. I need for you to make a way where there seems to be no way. God, we know that there is no other source but you there's no other place we can get our answer but from you but i thank you this is a light thing to you that when we call to you you answer us and today right now on elijah fire we call to you and i thank you that you see the faith of my brothers and my sisters and i thank you today that you are answering their prayers i thank you today that you are meeting every need you're superseding Yes, that's what I hear you say. You're superseding every need. You're doing abundantly above all that they're able to ask or even think. I thank you today is a day of breaking through, not only for them, but for all of those attached to them. I thank you for stirring up hunger in the prodigals. I say stir up the hunger in those that are believing for loved ones. Stir up hunger. Remove the scales from their eyes so that they can see clearly, Lord. Reveal yourself to them. We ask you today, and I thank you. I thank you that you are faithful. Mm -hmm. I thank you that you hear us when we call to you. You are so faithful, and I thank you that the breakthrough begins today. Yeah, come on. In Jesus' name. Come on, receive that right now. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I feel like mentioning this now. Normally, I I promote the show at the end, but I just really feel like there's some people who are in uh, real, like, real marital uh, hardship right now. Um, And tomorrow's episode is the final episode in a three part teaching series on marriage. Um, it's part three of three and it's with Christina Baker, who you guys know very well and her husband, Ryan. And we recorded it today because Ryan works odd hours. Guys, it is so Holy spirit charged. Like there were multiple times where we all just had to stop and just like pray and and declare stuff. Um, and so, um, in that are going to be presented solutions, ditches that you have to dig in your relationship, but God will fill them with water. Yes. And so um, I, some of you are actually who maybe haven't been watching are supposed to watch tomorrow's episode of the marriage one-on-one series uh, part three of three uh, guys. I, I just, I really feel like there's some people who are going to be presented with solutions going to take work. But God is presenting you with solutions and he wants you to know now because you were actually probably not going to watch it tomorrow. But I really encourage you to. Yeah. So, Lord, I just thank you for God. I just thank you for your commitment to us. 
I thank you that you care about marriage. You care about the covenant made before you between two individuals, a man and a woman. So God, I pray that you would just soften their hearts, God, that you would bring comfort. I want to thank you that you're bringing comfort in having me say that now. Um, and so God, I just speak healing, speak reconciliation between them and their spouse. And you would bring healing in those areas that desperately need a fresh touch from you. I love that word. Because yes, it does take work, but God is faithful. If yeah. you do your part, God does his part. Mm. And, and one last thing uh, for time's sake, you know, I just kept hearing, I kind of uh, um, included it in the message part, but I heard the Holy Spirit say that, that for prodigal, family members, specifically family members, also maybe people that you work with, but I heard specifically family members that God's saying, if I cared about their beasts to drink and I cared about uh, all those that were connected with them, I care about your family members. Mm -hmm. I care about those that have gone astray, those that may be blinded to the things uh, uh, that, that are the things of God right now. I, I hear him saying, get ready for their awakening. Some of you have been dealing with this for years where you think, you know, God, I've been believing, believing. He says, get ready to see it. Get ready to experience it. Get ready for uh, prodigals to come home. Get ready for you to receive that call and say, uh, you know, listen, my eyes, uh, the Lord began to deal with me or the, you know, I'm, I'm hungry for God or, or I need God. You know, maybe they're going through a trouble and it's opening them up to say, I need God. But I kept hearing the Lord saying those connected to you in prodigal uh, situations are about to have been separated from God. Get ready for God to hear you because he hears your prayer for them and, and get ready for that answer to come and to come forth speedily. So if that's you begin to claim that person, begin to speak their name, begin to declare it over them because God has heard your cry. And although it looks impossible because maybe you've been dealing with this for years, I'm telling you, God, we're in a suddenly season. We're in a season where God is doing things very quickly, uh, an accelerated pace. Get ready for that call. Get ready for that person to come to you or come home to see that prodigal coming back to Jesus or coming to Jesus. Maybe they've never known Jesus, but I just heard the Lord say family members are, are coming home and even Thank people you. at work that you're believing for. But, but I just keep hearing family members are coming in. All those connected with you are coming into the kingdom for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Amen, Andrew. Mm, fired up, dude. Fired up. Um, Andrew, how can people how can people follow you? Of course, we're on social media. It's Andrew Tao, T-O-W-E. There it is on the screen. You can go to my website. It has connections to all our social media. Uh, come to Ramp Church in Chattanooga on Sunday uh, mornings at 1030. But, uh, of course, you can find us on Elijah List and, and Elijah Fire and, and all of these different places that the Lord has opened up. But we love love to connect with you. Mm, awesome. Yes. And then also I wanted to point out, um, Illumination reminded me, in the Stuff We Talked About section, 
There is um, a link to the word that Andrew talked about today that he released. Um, so if you want to actually go read that, it's been posted on the Elijah list. Um, so link is in the description under stuff we talked about. Andrew, thank you so much, man. What a great word. I love it. Um, Always go time. go time. Always an honor. I love being with you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, that's our show. Um, again, tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time is the part three of three of our Marriage 101 series with Ryan and Christina Baker. Again, you guys don't want to miss this. Super, super, super good. A great finale. Um, and if you haven't watched any of the series, I strongly recommend this one. Um, even if you have a healthy marriage, there are always areas to work on. Uh, and the Holy Spirit brings conviction in the way that he does. Um, so yeah, guys, don't want to miss that. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We love you guys and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.